That's right. Welcome in. Welcome back, folks, to a How Important Is the Sun Bowl to You and Notre Dame edition of the Always Irish Show. As always, you can find the program on YouTube. Do it. Subscribe if you haven't yet. Appreciate it very much. Give the video a thumbs up. That helps Johnny Boy out as well. Notifications on that way. You alerted every time a new episode drops. I know you don't want to miss it. Twitter, search bar, always Irish rat. Always Irish Inc. Emails, always Irish at gmail.com. Audio only anywhere you want it. You can get it if you don't want to look at my face. The Cullen lines, 312-988-15. You call, tell Johnny, all oh, you've heard and seen. Instagram, Facebook, always Irish Inc. USA Today, Fighting Irish Wire. Read all about it every single day of your Notre Dame existence. Patreon.com slash Always Irish, former Notre Dame captain, leading tackler, Mike Goolsby and myself breaking down all things Notre Dame and college football. A very sincere thank you to everybody that's joined and everybody else. We would love to have you. Thank you very much. Link in the description. All right. Welcome in. Welcome back, folks. Interesting topic today, in my opinion, because... This is yet again another Notre Dame topic that is going to very widely, depending on your perspective, how you're looking at this, what lens you're looking at it from, how you're viewing the game. Uh, are, are you looking at this as wrapping up this year or starting next year? There's a lot of different things to consider with this bowl game. So when I ask you how important Mr. Mrs. Notre Dame fan is the Sun Bowl. I want to know where your mind takes you. Is it we're in a low-level bowl with a ton of guys opting out? Who the hell cares? Is it I can't wait to see the younger guys and the depth guys get a chance to play more in a real game? Or are you saying, hey, there's a game to be played here, even though it's not a bowl game we wanted to be in. Therefore, Notre Dame must win it regardless of the circumstances and all the other ancillary frustrations and everything else. Another way to view this, this may be a little bit unique. Is there anybody out there who's going to say, I'm not looking at this game for this year at all. It's about all the guys that could help us next year on a team that doesn't enter the game with three a game with three losses. Therefore, I'm really not looking at the result, but I'm looking rather at these guys and what they look like running around out there. This one's a little tough. Because the irony is, I know there's going to be some people who are going to say, oh, this game's so lame. You're in a bowl game where they drew your name literally out of a hat to determine which of the remaining lower-level bowl games you were going to be in. And the ACC jerked us around with the bowl bids because they're the FSU messed everything up when they didn't get in the playoff. There's going to be people who are going to say, this game is lame. I don't care about it. But if we lose, those same people are going to be the first ones in here saying Freeman's a fraud and John's a fraud, forever liking them, and shut the program down. I know how some of you are. The same people that are mad we're in this level of bowl game that are going to say they don't care. If we lose, they're going to care then. They're going to care then. 
so how in the hell should we collectively view this operation? I got a few ideas. Number one, admit and fully accept that this year was not good enough and was not what anybody wanted. And when you lose three games, these are the games you end up in. And the opt-outs and all the leverage being used by Notre Dame players behind the scenes to determine if they're going to play or not. All of this kind of crap comes with it when you don't reach your goals. If you're in the playoff, nobody's opting out. You're in a New Year's Six, probably guys aren't opting out. But when you lose three games, there are consequences. And being in this bowl game's one of them. You make a bowl game that matters nationally. You avoid all these issues. That's on Freeman. That's on the staff. And that's on the players that did not win enough. And it's important to me to let that feeling linger. Let it sink in. Everybody, fans, players, coaches, everybody, let that frustration and anger and pain soak in. It's good for you. How mad are you that this is where we're at at this time of the year? Let that sink in. That's healthy. That could fire you up. That we're all pissed off. We're not in a New Year's Six or the playoff. So how mad are you about it? Or is it just whatever? Can't just be whatever. There's always an angle. There's always a motivational angle. You just got to find it. So I need, here's what I need. Here's the answer. I need Notre Dame to thread the needle, baby. I need Notre Dame to thread absolutely thread the needle here. Work all of these younger and depth guys that you're going to have to play in this bowl game that are going, many of them are going to have to start. It's just the reality of what's going on. You got to work these younger and depth guys while finding a way to win. This covers both bases. You would be able to wrap this year up with a win, get to that psychological comfort barrier of 10 wins, feeling better than nine. And you feel at the same time, you're building a momentum ramp for those younger guys and depth guys into next year that are going to be assuming more prominent roles. Even though we have a lot of moving parts, I feel like they have more. Head coaching change is a big change. Their top two quarterbacks are out, not just one. They got relegated. They don't even have a major conference anymore. Like, I know Notre Dame has a lot of of things that are not ideal going on too, but I still think there should be more pressure on the Irish to win this one. And I'm going to say this too. I ain't expected it to be pretty. With all these moving parts and new guys doing key stuff, I I genuinely don't expect this to be a pretty fluid operation. Doesn't have to be. This is one of those moments, one of those dynamics. You got to just find a way to grind out a win, damn it. It ain't going to be pretty. Get your mind out of that. Get your mind off that. I I, I just don't see a way it's going to be pretty no matter what it looks like. So I don't know. What do you guys think about this? It's just, if you were in this exact bowl, but you had all your players 
that's different. You got to look at that. That just changes how you think and feel about all this when you get all the opt-outs. And you're probably not going to have both your tackles and the, and the, your great running back. And like, you're just, it changes how you look at this. If it was no opt-outs, everybody that started against Stanford starting in this game, I have different expectations than I do for what this is practically going to be on the field for us. That's not an excuse to lose. Take it as an opportunity for those guys to play their asses off in a very winnable game in front of a lot of people on TV. So I realized that it's frustrating to be in this kind of bowl game and all this stuff and the opt-outs and you're not in a game that moves the needle. I get all that. But you got to start trying to find a way to frame it as an opportunity. Look for guys that make big plays that are going to be starting next year. Like, like that's how you got to look at this. Look at the young linemen and how they play and how they're developing on both sides of the ball. Get some of those younger defenders in there because we're going to have a major turnover on defense. Let those young, really gifted backs have their moment in the Sun Bowl where they don't have to share carries with Estime. And then it could just be what they're do what they're doing. So it's just, it's not ideal. And there's an underpinning of frustration beneath all this. Just because the year didn't go as good as we wanted. And that's fine. But you got to find a way to win this one. Find a way to win this one, no matter what it looks like. And then we can all kind of feel better heading off into the long winter till we get to spring ball. See what ends up happening with all of the comings and the goings and who's doing this and that. Thread this needle, damn it. Have these younger guys have to play key roles and find a way to grind out a win. That'd be a good damn. That would be the best possible outcome for being in a bowl game. Nobody wants to be it. I don't know any other way to say it. And I'm not trying to be offensive to the Sun Bowl committee and that old boy that was up there crying because he was so thankful they pulled Notre Dame out of a hat. And all the economic benefits that come with that that week, all that. I'm not trying to poo-poo all that. I want the Sun Bowl to have a good Sun Bowl just without us in it. So the best you can do win this damn game. I ain't, I'm not, I'm not trying to have this Sun Bowl thing and then and then you lose to an Oregon State team that don't even have a home conference, got relegated. Don't they do that in soccer? I ain't a soccer guy. You got relegated. You don't have, you, 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 two quarter, your top two quarterbacks are leaving. The guy playing us has thrown one pass in his career. You gonna let that guy beat you? No, no, I ain't nobody here for that. No, thread the needle. Win the game. Let your young guys emerge. Let's get it.